Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello. Hey. Hello. And we are joined by a guest, because Adel is off on his travels once again. Back to Canada for a family wedding, I believe. But mm. we are joined by Adam Thomas. Returning Adam Thomas. Mm. I, I did promise that it wouldn't be 100 episodes. It was a bit before our next appearance Two, last time. three. Two. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Good. A swift a return. Great stand-in for me. <laughs> now a stand-in for Adam. So <laughs> i got to go next week for Adam to come in. No, just so we because rotate that would make me around. host and it would be a four-hour long podcast. Oh, no, I should have made you host this week, Lucy. Talking about cats or something. <laughs> <laughs> With neither Adam or I on here, so no cats present whatsoever. <laughs> oh, well, Lucy, we could turn it into a rugby podcast. <laughs> we could. I was actually uh, heard on the radio. There's some, like, there was like some 50-year-old guy and he was like, no, my mate's just decided to start a rugby podcast um, called Mall Over. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> Adam. We know what Adam's going to do at work tomorrow. <laughs> download that. Yeah, backlog of podcasts for you to listen to. Nice, nice. So, Lucy. Yes. You and I are going to be drinking. Adam, as he did a couple of weeks ago, doesn't like beer, so won't be joining us tonight. Have you got your Ibena again this week, Adam? I do indeed. Fresh, <laughs> fresh out the fridge. Nice. I've nice even better than drinking nothing. Drinking like That's beer. true. That's very true. It is better than drinking nothing. So, Lucy, mm. just as you're mid-swig of some water, <laughs> what are you drinking this week? Um, I'm going to start off with a beer that I found in Morrison's today. Um, oh. I'm not sure if you've had this one, Ben. It's Pineapple Milkshake IPA from Black Sheep. Was it one that I'm not I sure? Don't no. think I have. Maybe it was another one I was thinking of from. Maybe it was the unbarred one, or maybe I was thinking of that you had from Tesco. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it's five point three percent. I have no. Oh, it's got like. Oh, it's a little ram on the on the front of the can. Yeah. Um, yeah, from Black Sheep. Uh, I've only really heard about them recently. I think they've been kicking around for a few years, mm. but. Um, yeah, this was in Morrison's um, for the it was four for six pounds deal. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Brewed with fresh pineapple juice, lactose, and a touch of vanilla. This is a juicy, tropical, and smooth IPA. Denali hops add even more pineapple notes, as well as a light bitterness to finish. Lightly carbonated and uber juicy. Nice. So, see if it lives up to expectations. Yeah, I know um, Black Sheep... <laughs> Uh, have been have been kicking around for a while. Um, mm. They're definitely a name that I'm more familiar with, with more traditional yeah. ales. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything of this kind of style from them before. Mm. I think everything I've seen sort of your 440ml bottle, sort of traditional bitter. Yeah. They probably do a lot more styles, I just haven't 
Yeah, that's why I haven't it. really heard of them. And then I just mm. went on their website a few weeks ago and I actually first heard of them. It's like, oh, the traditional, like, yeah, like ale makers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't called this something different. It's not like a different kind of range by them. They've not called themselves something slightly different to, to no. signify that it's a different range, no? No, just pineapple milkshake IPA. Nice. Uh, and tell you, when I crack the can, I can still smell it. You are getting a lot of pineapple, a lot of like sweetness and vanilla mm. off that aroma. It's nice. interesting to see if it tastes like that too. Yeah, good, good. Um, sticking with animals... I'm drinking a beer from Wild Horse Brewing Company. Um, it's a new brewery for me. I've not had anything mm. from these guys before. This is the Serpent and the Worm. It's a Saison, 5%. Some nice can oh, out there. Yes, nice. Uh, and these guys are from Wales, Lundudno. So it says, not to Lundudno's twin town, Wormhut. Worm, Wormut? I don't know. I don't know where it is. Oh, in French Flanders, there you go. The name of Lundudno's famous Great Orm headland is derived from the Norse word for sea serpent. The serpent and the worm, there you go, is a clean saison brewed with strusspult and lemon drop hops. And then I assume it says the same thing in Welsh underneath. Hmm. It may say something different because there's an exclamation mark right at the end, but there's no exclamation mark in the English version. Something cool for the Welsh people there to know more yes. than me. There you go. The Welsh and the Nordic people. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, could be. Um, Adam, you like God of War. Uh, is that correct? Does that yeah. check out in the uh, <laughs> Norse mythology? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Um, right, so do, what else does this contain? I think just the, um, the Strusel Spult and the Lemon Drop Hops are the only things that are suggested it does have barley wheat and rye in as well contains mm. yeast some unfiltered beer best served between five and seven degrees so i'm going to crack that open get that in my glass we'll come back to you lucy mm. how's the black sheep yeah it it tastes like it smelt which is a good thing um yeah definitely getting a lot of fruit in there um but i think what slightly over not overpowers it but the the forefront of the taste is that lactose that creamy vanilla mm. like taste uh it's not too sweet for me because as many listeners will know i'm not really into very sweet beers but this is just on the edge um so it's so it's palatable for me but okay yeah i mean looking at it it's completely clear slight mm. bit of carbonation as it said on the tin it's almost a little bit bronzy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely like amber coloured. Yeah, just clear as hell though. Um but yeah, it's 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 quite nice. I I wasn't expecting it. I I was I because pineapple's a very subtle fruit sometimes yeah. in beer. So I wasn't really expecting that, so I was thinking, Oh, I might be a bit let down by this. But yeah, this is it's impressed me so far. Nice. Is it, yeah. Does it sort of come across more as a, uh, you know, does it have that hint of like a traditional ale to it with a, a you know, big no. sort of maltiness to it? It's just, just like a milkshake IPA from anyone or um, from anyone else. But Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not sure if I'm conflating like maltiness with like vanilla because um, mm. 
that slight I'm sweetness getting... just being yeah sort of, yeah maybe, maybe it is a bit of the malt but um definitely the lactose and the vanilla i'm tasting um but yeah it's like really it, it it's really easy it's really smooth um that helps with like a little bit of carbonation um mm. not too much and so it's quite easy drinking but yeah it's 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 like you know to use a better phrase it's thirst quenching it's you don't yeah. need to take another sip it's very refreshing so yeah i'm really impressed with this to be fair nice very impressed nice. one to look out for in morrison's wasn't it uh yeah i mean they call it a milkshake ipa it hasn't got that like density to it that mm. you think of like a juice bomb or like ice cream pale ale yeah it's, yeah it's a lot more thin than that but that's nice because if i had that like heavy viscosity with the sweetness as well that might tip it over the edge for me but this is yeah you know a bit thinner a bit more delicate you know easier to drink so it's going down quickly though i should have picked Good. up a few more <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I might have a couple more lying around, but they're probably not in the fridge. They're going to be hot after today. Oh, yes. so if we finish Don't it early enough, it. you'll be able to make it before it shuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Yes. Yeah. So. I feel like a mad woman. Like, just okay. running down the street. Arms just. <laughs> just screaming right, oh beer gosh. every 30 yards. Yeah. I probably think I need something urgent like toilet paper or something. It's like, nope, just beer. <laughs> <laughs> like trousers still around your ankles, but you know, not for not for toilet roller. <laughs> oh dear, I can see it. It's a beautiful sight. So, the serpent and the worm, the saison from Wild Horse. It smells nice, smells sweet. Got a little bit of an edge to it, a little bit of a herbiness to it. Slight spicy sort of nose really really clear um you know okay, not very even... nice lemony very yellowy kind of mm. straw color but just doesn't have that you know it's got a slight murk to it but not a haze oh, you guys can see my thumb thread. probably just through the through the back there yeah. um the head was it was quite frothy to begin with but it's dissipated it's really really quickly flavor wise that is very very light super super light Mm. nice and carbonated as well getting a like a nice light herby sort of note to it a little bit of citrus just a tiny tiny little bit just kind of like backing up but really it is that kind of that herbal floral kind of notes that are kicking through with a very very light citrus and a really light sort of i don't know whether it's maybe like a slight pepperiness mm. to it um just giving it a, a, a little bit of a a tongue burn a little bit of a bite kind of right towards the end yeah but it's so delicate with everything else that it blends in very well that it just kind of fades in quite nicely as the other things sort of fade out um i know they said it was a lemon drop hop and i don't know whether that is clouding sort of what i'm tasting but getting a little bit of you know almost with that carbonation it almost feels a little bit kind of like a lemon drop kind of sweet really like that little bit of sharpness a little bit of kind of fizz on the tongue mm. as well um yeah whether my mind has just equated that after reading the word and it being a carbonated saison <laughs> it, you know 
Who fucking knows? Unless everyone else goes, yes, this is exactly what I've got from this beer as well. <laughs> we'll run to rate beer immediately. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is really nice. It's really easy to drink. Definitely, uh, yeah. you know, definitely a good beer for the, the end of the day after a long, hot day as today has sort of been. It's been so, very nice. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Picked well, if I say so myself. Yes. Congratulations. As with every bit, it's going to go down far too quickly. So let's crack into our topics of conversation for this week. Adam is the guest. I'd like to start, mate. And we've we've rattled on for, you know, the last 10 minutes about beer. So we'll let you have a chance to uh, talk. I suppose I should actually find the the article. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oops. (laughs) Um, yeah, I briefly saw this, um, and I, I, I thought it was a good uh, business venture, considering what's going on. So, Adam, if you can expand. Yeah, Adam. sorry, I was I was waking my way through, wading my way through all of the fucking cookies. <laughs> yeah, I tried to stall a bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try to get all the way through so I can actually read the bloody article. <laughs> Modern world, man. Oh, yeah. I accept. I accept. I accept. This should just be like a plug-in where it just accepts everything. Another pop-up. No, I don't want to sign up for your email blast. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me in peace. Uh, God's sake, tech radar. Um, and then you got to watch the adverts. And... Yeah. Well, fortunately, we're going to talk about something that's going to improve the modern the modern world a little bit. Yeah. For, for us, if we're as uh, gamers, which is a uh, good old games. Gog uh, are going to be launching the you know their next version of their kind of what do you call it a web portal portal yeah, pl- platform. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's Gog Galaxy two point and it's gonna it's not gonna be just a you know a, another game library place you know there's been lots of stuff in the news recently about steam and epic and mm-hmm. their stores and stuff like that so instead of having just that which obviously good old games has as well it's gonna bring in the ability to you know kind of merge everything together and pull all of it together so that you'll have mm. it all in one place which is you know the, the internet dream being reborn <laughs> instead of it being split up and mm. broken apart again so you'll be able to load in like your your steam library and everything to it and launch it from there and it'll keep yeah. track of all of your uh, your achievements and stuff mm. and it'll even have like your oh. console games and stuff like that on it obviously oh, you won't be able to launch them from it yeah you'll have to go well. on your actual console yeah, I did wonder whether is it going to work with something like remote play through through PlayStation, you know, uh, whether because that's that's just the same as something like Steam. OK, it's just an app which opens up. Um, I, I suppose it's a little bit different because it's not necessarily native uh, database uh, mm. to the, you know, to the to the PC that you're running this on for it to kind of pull from. But I wonder whether there is a way that they can get that tech in there as well, that you can just through god galaxy you can be okay i can see my playstation library here too i've got i, I want to play that game right now whilst mm. i'm sat on my pc and it just pops up you know uh right, remote play for you. Mm. yeah yeah well they they put in there that their aim is to 
make it possible so that you can have like cross-platform chat and stuff like that as mm. well through it, using it. So I imagine if they can make that work, they'll be able to make what you're talking about work as well. Yeah. You would you would think that that would be one of the things that they're aiming for mm. if they're wanting to make it an all-encompassing, well, this is the place you go and you'll be able to do basically everything from here. Mm. Track of everything. It'd be, it's also interesting to see sort of like what the payoff is for them. Uh, you know, by getting people onto, say, GOG Galaxy, knowing that they can combine all of their, even if they're just a PC gamer, knowing they can combine all of their different libraries in one mm. place. Because there are apps that do this as well, currently, that you can combine your, your libraries in all sort of one place. They're not made by anyone affiliated with any of these, uh, any of these platforms for any of these um sort of uh, publishers and companies but there are apps where you can see and launch a lot of your games in different libraries already um, but like what does this actually give GOG does it just give them a bit more mind share does it give them the hey since you're already here come to our store yeah probably mm. yeah I think it's a smart move because um, people would be like yeah I might as well sign up for it see see how it, see how it is and then yeah pop up oh we have a sale or why don't you buy this game and People probably just stay in that ecosystem, buy games in that ecosystem, and just be happy. Well, <laughs> PC that gamers Africans. aren't usually happy. They never are. Is anyone though? <laughs> well, yeah, no okay, gamers yeah. happy, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. they're always. Uh, upset I meant just any humans know. in general. <laughs> never mind gamers. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is becoming a bit bleak. Yeah, I think making yourself your default place where you start from gives them that opportunity. And yeah. they're, they're banking as well, you know, with Good Old Games being owned by uh, CD Projekt, that the, mm. you know, the Witcher games and stuff like that, they've got a lot of, you know, good credit in the bank to use. Yeah, sure. And when they've put it up on, you know, on the on that the Tech Radar article about you know they're not going to sell on your your data to third parties and stuff like that, and everything will be, you know, kept. Yeah, because people massively care about that. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, mm. And the important thing with that is, is people kind of are going to trust them a little bit more than you would trust Google or Steam or anyone else who might launch something like this and say the same thing. And you go, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're a solid platform um not really engaged much with uh gog much myself but you know th they've got good mind share in the in the industry so hey, yeah. Yeah, who knows um how well this will do yeah i know recently they'd kind of had a few of their financials put out there and mm -hmm. that they weren't making a huge amount from like from gog yeah. at least um you know like game sales and things like that but it, it, GOG for me was always that place you went where you wanted to buy a game which you couldn't get anywhere else anymore. Yeah, because, like uh, like classic games like yeah, coming back. Yeah, and stuff completely. Like that, yeah. And I think that's kind of like how it started up, you know, with, with like CD Projekt starting up in a way that they were importing or, or downloading kind of like torrenting games and then mm. putting them out into the Polish market uh, because they weren't available sort of officially. Kind of like that's always what I felt GOG was. It's almost this... Yeah kind of like way back machine where you could be like oh i really want to go and play 
this game from like 15 years ago and this is the yeah. only place that i can play it where actually when i click play mm-hmm. it's gonna just play i haven't got to set my machine back into like windows 95 <laughs> mode to be able to play anything uh you know made everything really easy made it all really streamlined so and they're they taking were, and they were hot on like drm free stuff yeah and it's all drm free exactly yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. so uh, you know if they can take what they've already done and bring it to that kind of that model where they're bringing in all of your uh, libraries and things like that it'd be interesting to see this step but then the next step after that you know are you able to just go through god galaxy to go to the steam store to buy a game on steam or will they then limit that if it's available on god galaxy will they take a little bit of a cut or put some money on top if you're getting it through god galaxy like how that works as a business model is kind of a bit at least from the from the information we've got and stuff like that kind of like mm. up in the air i imagine they've been thinking about this uh, and what they can do but i think it's sort of a really interesting just step forward for everything really yeah yeah the, I see how it does the the part that interests me the most is mm. the, you know is just the, the integration side of it because mm. it's one of the things that's came up quite a lot in the last few years about like you know the cross-platform like play between playstation and xbox and pc for things yeah. like games in particular you know like the likes of rocket league you know it's mm. multiplayer focused yeah, splintering the the player base of on games like that is the thing that kills them over mm. the years which is something you can do in the likes of like a call of duty game with the the map packs and stuff like that it slowly yeah. splinters your audience to the point where lots of people who don't buy the packs just drop off it completely yeah uh, so games like rocket league that made the effort not to do that by making all the dlc you know like free stuff or cosmetic items and things yeah. like that that you could buy and giving you the arenas and stuff for free and new game modes for free you know they made the effort and then the actual you know console platforms and stuff like that made life difficult for them with regards yeah. to the, the cross-platform cross play mm-hmm. and, you, and you know why they do that because sony got a lot of stick for it this time around but when it was the 360 and ps3 it was xbox that were getting the stick for it because when you're in the leading position you don't want to change anything yeah there's no incentive to bother so stuff like that yeah. so having a, a place that circumvents that and means that you can you know go through this god galaxy 2.0 and i can send messages to people on xbox and get them to play games and stuff like that and find them because mm-hmm. you know how bad it is as well when you got to right what's your name on this and what's yeah. your name on yeah. that what's yeah. your what's your <laughs> switch name oh, code God. thing that's Nobody 50 knows. characters long or whatever <laughs> yeah. you know and then you, you go onto a new platform and you discover that the name that you usually use is fucking taken, so you have to use a different one. Yeah. <laughs> and it ruins sometimes, everything. <laughs> sometimes taken by yourself several yeah. years in the past yeah. and you didn't realise. Yeah. I can't get into my Ubisoft club because I've used both of my emails. <laughs> and I can't get it. I can't, I can't get it to reset anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they gave me through like... Um, was it like two-factor authentication <laughs> yeah. uh, once i set that up they didn't send me a load of codes or supposedly they sent me a load of codes in an email which i can't find don't know where those codes have gone 
but my Google Authenticator just doesn't mm. have Ubisoft on there, so I've got no codes to oh, get yeah. in. So that's it. I just who's not going on there now. Who's buying Ubisoft games really? Come on. Yeah, well, oh. it was back back when I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so signed I up for like. It. No, What's I it can't. called? What's the Ubisoft one called? It was Ubisoft Club U- or something like that. Yeah, it was Uplay, wasn't it? Uplay, yeah. yes, yeah. I signed up for that probably like ten years ago yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, Ben, the, there is apps and stuff that collate all of their stuff, mm. particularly on PC. But because they're not official, there's a kind of a reluctance to use them. Yeah. yeah like, sure. I certainly don't fancy using them in case it screws up something or you yeah, get that's fair so, so instead yeah instead you've got steam you've got epic you've got ea origins you've got uplay you've got this you've got yeah, good old game you've got, you've got so many stupid things mm. yeah, something that give me the file and let me download it so if god can get around this by you know, officially partnering with them all and building it all together mm. properly and have it, working with them to put that into place, which is what they said they're going to do, mm. that, that solves all of those problems for the most part. And then if they can build in that that social network side to to make your, you know, everything so much easier for finding people across different platforms that you're already friends with mm. and other things, you know, it's just going to make life a hell of a lot easier. It will. You'll just have that absolute mass memory loss, won't you? As soon as you open up Gold Galaxy 2 and it goes, put in your Steam details. And you go, um, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> put in your GOG details. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm already signing in. I'm going to sign in, so now i got to do this, okay. And then put in these details. And you just got to go through all of them over and over again. I mean, you, we have currently, you know, rather than me opening up Gold Galaxy 2, Mm-hmm. and me having to go through all of that and sign into all of that what's the difference between me just clicking on the steam icon yes. and it automatically <laughs> logging me in yeah yeah like, I, I, I think for me currently there isn't much of an incentive yeah to, to actually but... just I've, I've just signed up for the beta if you have a god galaxy two point uh, a god galaxy account um you can go on the on godgalaxy.com and sign up for the beta when it becomes mm-hmm. available to see hopefully it would be something along the lines of what you can do with like facebook and things like that where you just you you know use your account and link it and then mm. that'll be it done yeah and you, you won't need to keep doing things. it yeah, yeah yeah so you'll have to spend you know a whole day resetting passwords <laughs> 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 and trying 15 different email addresses to get the right ones so that you can actually log into it but once you link everything then hopefully that'll be it just yeah. done I should be, yeah. That's the dream. <laughs> that is. Well, yeah, yeah. And then hopefully they can release a nice, you know, mobile app as well. So you can, you know, yeah. buy games and maybe just on your even phone one that. onto onto like the actual consoles, like PlayStation and that as well. Yeah. To to properly link all that up because mm. that is the one thing that would separate it still, so it would be more a PC only thing, even though you can link your console stuff to it. Because mm. I find that yeah. even with the likes of Discord and stuff, you can put, you know, your details and stuff into it, but yes. you can't actually use it on the PlayStation. I don't think. Maybe they'd let you do it if like the Windows 10 store or something like that. I think they do. So you know, when you're in when you're in Discord and you have the members of whatever server you're in, you know, mm-hmm. the list on the side, 
it does pop up saying this person is playing you know a, a, a certain game and i know that that links with 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 epic with steam with yeah. um, with xbox as well i don't know whether okay. that is just through you know i don't think it's people playing games um on you know windows through the windows yeah. store i think that is people have signed in with their xbox yeah and it, well, and it is talking to each other and it is connecting saying this person is playing this game on their xbox currently yeah um, doesn't do it or at least when i looked last i think months and months and months ago it doesn't do it with playstation it didn't yeah because um i think xbox are rolling out something called xbox game bar or something like that which right i think it's just so, more it's terrible <laughs> yeah i think it's um Is unless it? it was a, yeah i was about to say unless it's an actual bar that you drink at i think it's just um some you know corporate speak for they're just putting more integration in windows 10 for like you know, gaming and stuff like that. Yeah. And some 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 rubbish. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think um, they announced it yesterday or something like that. Okay. So I didn't, didn't actually check into it. I was like, oh, Windows 10 and games. And I was like, okay, well, when, when someone can explain this to me in layman's terms, then I'll check it out. Phil Spencer will say something on about 30 seconds on, a, <laughs> on their PC side on a journey through. Yeah. Who have you covered just? Yeah, I mean, there's Xbox playing anywhere, so I don't know how it's going to be different to that. Who knows? I should read up on it before. <laughs> Find out it's now completely <laughs> different. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a bar that they Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Is it just across from the E3 the oh, centre or whatever? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never get to experience it ever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, good. Uh, Adam, have you got anything sort of further you want to uh, comment on the God Galaxy sort of client? Or this, the, the, you know, the, the news? I think I think that's the key th thing for it, is just the, if they can get the console integration going. Mm -hmm. Because like, I absolutely love using Discord, and it's so much better than the days of trying to use Skype or even Steam's own, like, voice chat and stuff like yeah. that. It's, it's a bazillion times better but it's really irritating when you know, a couple of our friends don't have playstation they're only playing on pc and it mm. would be nice to sit on the discord with them and not have to use my phone mm. <laughs> to do that or to set up my computer and set up the playstation and do, do it that way it'd be much easier if you could do it all together and yeah. if gog can pull that off then happy days <laughs> that'll be that sorted wouldn't yeah. worry about it ever Completely. again and I, I guess from that sort of point of view, yeah, from that point of view, it is just sort of maybe more the social side of the, um, the you know, integration from, say, Xbox and PlayStation that, that you yourself are looking for kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, not necessarily the, can I play these games through my system versus I'm playing this on my PC, someone's playing, on, you know, playing Rocket League, there's now cross-play everywhere possible, let's all be able to chat in one place yeah yeah so, yeah yeah good so god galaxy 2.0 is coming at some point who knows when lucy mm. i'm gonna come to you first because i think okay. both you and i are just full of games this week yeah full of games so full of games i wrote a list so i don't need any <laughs> so it's some i will just skim over um i finished bastion yeah very good game i was much more enamored with its like style and music and 
stuff like that rather than and it's whole aesthetic rather than its story and it's um its gameplay yeah. was fun but yeah um uh, be interesting to see what transistors like which i got free on the epics game store oh yes it's um, very good transistor is a good game yeah I'll, I'll try it out um what else i play i actually bought I caved, and I bought Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, yeah. which is a ton of fun. Um, only played a few levels in the campaign, so can't speak to it much um, at this point, but everyone knows what that is at this point. If you don't, mm. where have you been? Fun. <laughs> it's just stupid fun, man. <laughs> um, but my PC was struggling to run it, so I'm going to try it on... Uh, my Mac, which might be a bit more powerful. Yeah, I think it's one of those games that it doesn't look like it should yeah. take up much, uh, you know, mm. aesthetically and stuff. But when you get down to it, you're like, I want 500 archers versus a wizard or something like that. That's not happening on my. It, just, uh, it yeah. just chugs and chugs yeah. and chugs, like yeah. Yeah, I uh, changed the resolution way down. Um, <laughs> so I'll probably load it on my Mac and give mm. it a shout I want this there. three pixel man to fight this four <laughs> yes. pixel man it's the googly eyes that's what takes up all yeah. the uh, memory <laughs> um, I played a game called Glass Masquerade and it's just a puzzle game like, literally you're fitting puzzle pieces together it's very relaxing Oh, like a uh, not a puzzle game, but a puzzle game. A puzzle game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a puzzle game. Yeah, it's just like you fit in like little pieces into like these like stained glass windows, and it's very okay. calming. Mm. It was something to do whilst I was listening to podcasts. Not much more to say on that. Um, okay. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Ooh. Ooh. I played a game, I've been playing this today, called Balance Lot. But, 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 Balance, Balance, Balance. Is this the one you shared in the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's basically a very physics y uh, side scroll game. Um, picture something like, uh, What's Bennett Foddy's game that you played, Ben, where you climbed yeah, up that mountain? Getting over it. Getting over it, or like Quop or Manuel Samuel. Mm. You're basically this medieval knight who wants to. He wants to be a knight. Well, he's not a knight. He wants to be a knight. He wants to joust. But he's too poor to afford a horse, so he's just on a unicycle <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole crux of the game is you're, you're on these side scrolling levels. And you have to get him um, on this unicycle, and he's got a joust with him. Um, it's very crazy physics. You're having to direct him um, with this unicycle just flailing all over the place. Um, I use the controller to play it. Um, uh, it's basically left trigger to go back on the unicycle, right trigger to go forward, left uh, bumper to lean back, right bumper to lean forward, and X to joust, and A to jump. Um, it, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's got the, the aesthetic of like a medieval like uh, painting, uh, like a tapestry, and mm. right now I'm just fighting snails, because in medieval <laughs> tapestry there, were, there was a lot of people fighting snails. I, I think I watched a Vox video why there were so many snails, but I can't remember why. But anyway... <laughs> 
um, maybe that's all there was to eat. That's all that that's possibly. all the hunter gatherers had left possibly. to do in medieval times. Mm. Just hunt snails and eat them. But this guy called Lance, um, he's he's not doing too well. Like I've killed him plenty of times, and every time you like, you know, lean too far far forward or back. If you lean far forward, he might rest on his joust, but um, mm. sometimes if you can just literally face plant like a, a ledge or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> and and it gives this wonderful bone cracking like um, sound nice. bite. It's just <laughs> as soon as he like <laughs> bashes into something or bounces his head off a low platform or something, it never stops being funny. And you're just playing this game through like. It's like a grimace, but you're always smiling because it's fun. Mm. But it's like, oh, is he gonna make it? Make it? <laughs> and yeah, it's good for. I, I've I've started play. I think I've played about an hour and a half today. It came out today. Um, thank you to the developer Jestercraft for sending me a code. But yeah, it's good fun. It's like I don't know how long I'll stick with it because this is the game that could potentially be get very, very, very frustrating mm. depending on how hard these levels get. I think there's over 20 or something i've done about four or five but we'll see because just i was just looking at the trailer i mean i'm just fighting snails right now and they're quite passive um but then you have all these weird things and like frogs you know, yeah and like suns you know like evil mario suns coming to get you and stuff like that it's just <laughs> it, it, it looks like it gets crazy quite quickly so I, I want to say that I'd like to finish it, but, you know, I might break several controllers in the process. So we'll <laughs> see. But yeah, check it out. There's a, there's a demo on Steam as well. So if anyone Ooh. wants to check it out, it's, it's good fun. It's bizarre physics. And I felt myself getting better at, like, you know, wielding this un unwieldy man um, mm. as I got through the level. So that was good. Bal balance a lot. <laughs> it's balanced with lot at the end. So like, it's lot, hard yeah. when you think about it, because mm. you want to say balance lot. Yeah, <laughs> balance. But a then lot. it's because it's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. But yeah, it's good fun. Can't nice. remember the price on it, but yeah, check it out anyway. Check out the demo, see if you like it. Put it on your wish list. Right, Ben. Mm. I yes. have a few more games to talk about. Yeah. Should we have a beer next, or shall I continue? That's probably a good idea. Let's have yeah? a beer. Let's yeah. have a beer. Okay. And, Adam, you, you're free to get another Ribena. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get, like, a six-pack of the little cartons? Or, or have you got, like, the uh, full-on, like, squash, you know, bottle? Yeah. How do you take button. your Ribena? <laughs> so, On ice? Okay. It's, <laughs> it's, I make it up myself and it's it's in a jug in the, oh. the fridge so it's always nice and chilled you are yeah, what we just... call a renaissance man Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no little you know like foily pouch capri sun type things for you that's how I take my right beaner I think that's how I take it when I go on trips <laughs> <laughs> just on the train just pop a little straw in <laughs> suck it down yeah, I mean, you would look silly carrying about a jug and a glass <laughs> it's very true yeah you'd clink everywhere with all the ice you'd put in it as well to keep it cool mm. right so, Beer, Lucy. Beer. 
Um, I've got a beer from Whiplash. Um, <coughs> sorry, it's called Melody Day, and it's a micro IPA. I did have to check that this wasn't the one that I had a few weeks ago. It is a different beer, I believe. Okay. Um, because that was called Small Little Something. Somethings. No, oh, it was so long ago, nobody cares. <laughs> That's the thing, Lucy. The measuring jug. Sometimes I'm really good at remembering yeah, you from are. way back when, and then mm. like on a week-to-week -week basis and just got no idea. Yeah, I think it was called Small Little Somethings. Small Little... I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah, this is from Whiplash. It's, it's a similar uh, strength. It's 2.8%. Mm. So yeah, micro IPA. <clears throat> um, there's no flavour text, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, barley oats, sweet hops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no flavour text. I don't think they usually do uh, from Whiplash. But yeah. No. Oh wait, sorry. It's got the Vienna malt, uh, wheat malt, oat malt, Enigma, and Simcoe hops. So nice. That's what's gone into it. The important part, rather than the flavour text, the ingredients yes. and what you're getting in there. Yeah, and it was right on the front of the can. I don't know why I didn't see it. Nice. Good. Um, so, I am uh, I'm staying in Wales for the evening, uh, and I'm not drinking a beer by Loka Polly because they had to change their name. Mm -hmm. So I am drinking a beer from Polly's Brew Company, um, and this is the Sentinel to Simcoe. India Pale Ale, 6.8%. Uh, again, there's no flavour text. Just a nice... Sentinel, not Sentinel, was that? Is no, the, the, so the beer is... So, uh, see, this is what I thought. I thought hmm. I was going to have, like, Centennial in there, but it's, not. it's just called Sentinel, <laughs> okay. and it's a Simcoe IPA. Mm. Not, not what I thought it was, it was Centennial with an S, thinking there was a couple of different hops in there. No, mm -hmm. not at all. Uh, but... I know they launched their um their like was it called the like their augment range or augmented range? Yes, something like augment, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the can art for this one is very similar to um to that range of beers that they released. Yeah. I know that they have still got a lot of their uh, you know, where they've got their name uh, big yeah, font on the too. on the can sort of thing. And even with their even with their new name, they're still releasing those kinds of beers as well. And I don't know really what the difference is between the two but yeah, yeah they, they were saying that they were allowed to keep you know pushing out their old stock with um their old labels so which is nice yes it was uh, the, i think the name change came down to a um a swedish drinks maker right who has a range of i don't know if it's even beers but a range yeah. of drinks um with the word loca in yeah yeah and they'd copyrighted it and they suggested that loca poly was too close because these guys have now tried to ship internationally and mm. they want to go on the international market so um loca poly changed to poly's brewing company to be able to get around that and still ship but uh, as you say lucy i think they were still allowed to send out anything yeah. they had left in the uk market i think all right okay in the uk mm. Mm. right i'm gonna pull this lucy mm. Oh, I'm saying gonna pour it. That's got a lovely smell. Oh, oh just yes, off the, straight from the can. That's nice. That's nice. Lucy, how's your beer? Have you have you had a chance to suck uh, yet? Had a little. Really, yeah, I should have started with this one because it was okay. you know it's two point eight percent. 
And obviously the flavour is going to be a bit more subdued, which it is. Yeah. Get in a little bit of citrus. Still getting that nice... Um, even though it's only 2.8%, it's still getting quite, quite a nice thickness, quite a nice medium body to it, which is nice. Mm. It's always good with a micro beer, small beer, mm. to have that, that sort of extra body to it. Mm. Yeah, and I don't know if it's the malt, but it tastes a bit... Hmm, you're getting a bit of bitterness on the end, and hmm, there's a flavour I just can't pin down. It's it, like a little bit of a smoky... Yeah. Like flavour right at the end. Maybe yeah. it's the Vienna Mall. Um Yeah, that's weird. Oat malt as well. Yeah, that's interesting. You're getting like a little bit of pepperiness, a bit of a smokiness on the end, which I've mm. never expect from this. Um but yeah, it's nice it's nice and light, refreshing. You know, if someone gave me this and just said, Drink this, I wouldn't be able to tell it's two point eight percent beer, I'd probably say between four and six, maybe, you know. So it's got a lot of flavour, you know. Probably the hops bring that out even more. Yeah. So yeah, like micro IPAs are good now. Like table beers are very good now. You know? Yes. Full yeah. of flavour. Well, we say now. I mean, like the kernel of of, of seem to have had table beers down True. for years and years and years. I think True everyone's enough. just sort of catching up to them now. Mm. Yeah, I wish the aftertaste was a bit more fruity. Mm. very much getting that smokiness and that malt it feels like the fruit suddenly stops and then you get in a little bit of smokiness and the malts i wish it the fruitiness continued along with them but otherwise yeah it's a really good beer very nice nice, nice. that's good um we talk about cats being on the podcast my cat just <laughs> jumps on the fence behind me is meowing voraciously Clearly something's up. Anyway, yes, yeah, this beer, so, yeah, <laughs> Sentinel. That's it. He can smell the beer. He wants it. He's, he's ready. Yeah, Sentinel from uh, Polly Polly's Brew Company. I always um, still call them local Polly. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? When you've got a name change, I'd be like, who the hell's Polly? Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, the hell's so I do know the I do know the story behind this because I read the blog post. Yes, um, I did, but, but I Polly forgot. Is, the name of the horse of one of the founders is of Loka Polly's and was it was it stabled in the building that they first started brewing nice. in. Okay. Yeah, I, re I read this blog post and I forgot everything apart from, oh, Loka Polly changed their name. And yeah. I will not remember their the new name. horse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I've just realised... Two Welsh beers, but it ties in well. White horse. horse. And the first, the first yeah, beer I had was yeah. from Wild Horse. There we go. A Wild Horse, yes. Unintentional theme. The White Horse is a, yeah. a pub. I don't I believe that was intentional at all. <laughs> I reckon you've been setting planning that all day. Yeah, Adam, <laughs> <laughs> nothing is planned on this Well, one. I almost. I almost. I mean, it doesn't. It's not. You're right. I almost went for European beers uh, because of the, the, you know, the MEP uh, votes today in the elections. Uh, for the European Parliament. Uh, Keep your politics realized... out of my beer. Yeah. And then realised I'd only bought one beer um, that was not from the UK. So that quickly went out the window. And now we know how you voted. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? It was green. I voted for green. That's fine. I don't, I don't mind telling everybody. 
<laughs> so, Polly's Brew Company, Sentinel. It's really nice. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. Simcoe, 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 just all the way through. Uh, it, it's got that nice sort of light fruitiness to it. It's got this really sort of lovely sweetness that kind of subdues into this nice piney kind of resinous mm. uh, sort of aftertaste. This almost almost kind of like oily nature to it uh, mm. coming through. Very, very light uh, bitterness sort of like kicking around towards the end, but it's much more of that that aftertaste of that resin of that pine that's kind of kicking around more than uh more than a big sort of bitterness to it so really easy drinking what was it like six and a half percent something up around there 6.8 um mm-hmm. i mean wouldn't tell that at all um just just nice and light nice and easy just a really nice sort of simcoe beer really to kind of just mm-hmm. pushing sort of what that does so um it's really nice that with Simcoe, the nose and the flavour both come through, you know, almost exactly the same. You're getting, you're getting that fruit on the nose. You're getting the sort of like that stone fruits just just kicking through, and then that even on the nose, that pininess, yeah, it's just kind of there, just just backing it up. So yeah, not much else to say really on that. Good beer. Super easy. Super easy. Good beer. Mm. Right. Did you want to talk about your game so I'm not, dr- you know, just rabbiting on for a whole hour just talking um, about the games I played? Well, let us um, let me mention one whilst mm. um, in between because um, it is a game from Supergiant, so makers of Bastion and Transistor, and I've been playing a lot of Hades, mm. which is the new game that they have in early access on the Epic Store. Yep and it follows kind of like the same sort of vein that isometric uh i was gonna say kind of like hack and slash but it's not to describe it it as that it's sort of it kind of it is really like you're button mashing you've got attacks you've got a special attack you've got range weapons but you are some bloke's name that i don't remember you're He's, a god. Yeah. You're the son of Zeus. Son of Hades. Son of Hades. Son of yes. Hades. Come on, Adam. You, you know God of War. Greek mythology. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think you seriously overestimate how well I know that stuff. <laughs> you have a yeah. PS4. You love God of War. It's your favourite game of all well, time. It's all about the Norse Norsemen now, isn't it? <laughs> None of these Greek people. Uh, let's call him... I'm sure it begins with an A. Begin, no, it begins with a T. I think it's like Tar Targus or <laughs> I thought it Tartarus or something like that. Archimedes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you play as Archimedes, Hades' son, and you are trying to escape, uh, you know, uh, his domain. You're trying to escape hell, essentially, um, and it is a randomly generated uh, room battler. So. You get into a room, you fight all of the enemies in there, and once you've defeated them all, you get something. That then builds your, you know, your character. That's how you kind of level and how you 
you get better sort of through each run that you do. So then you move to the next room and you battle a load of things and you get something else. And a lot of these times you know what's going to come and occasionally you get to choose which room you want to go in and pick kind of like the reward that you get at the okay. end. Um, and a lot of these rewards revolve around, well, all of them revolve around kind of leveling you up in some sort of way. So uh, the cool thing about this is that you get boons from all of the different gods. So Zeus turns up, um who else athena whatever bloody um dionysus dionysus yeah exactly yeah. so they all turn up and they give you certain boons. i just so, guessed the gods <laughs> it was you guessed right um <laughs> but they might give you a better attack or a slightly different attack or it gives you some kind of status effect to your attack and uh, there's a dash so suddenly like if zeus turns up he's like have this cool dash where every time you dash, a lightning bolt will come down and hit one of your enemies. So it all adds to this super frenetic, quite fluid uh, mm. combat that they've got going on in each of these kind of like in each of these encounters that you have. Uh, it has a roguelike element to it because it's very easy to die, and once you die, you just end up back in Hades Hall. You run through it and then start another run. Um, none of those boons or anything carry over you've got to essentially start nothing. your run again but uh, there, absolutely nothing goes. well so there is a um there is an, an element when you're in hades domain that you can level up a little bit so mm. you can unlock skills that might add a little bit of health to you or they might allow you to regenerate health as you move into another room things like this but it's really that moment to moment play in the run that you're having which is the real kind of build that you get as you're kind of as you're going through um the game took me a little while to get to grips with kind of mm. you know the attacking the the dashing i think i was trying to be a bit more strategic and and like lucy when you come to play transistor mm -hmm. you can play that in a way where you can pause the action and you can pick the moves that you want yeah. to do almost very strategically to get you about this almost like a board to defeat you know as many enemies or hurt as many enemies as possible hades isn't like that at all you don't have that pause you are just free flowing combat. free flowing exactly it's like yeah. pure hack and slash kind of thing so uh, those boons kind of like really help in that way that you're like right i mm -hmm. want to pick this because i know actually i dash a lot i'm getting out of people's way all the time i want some kind of status effect or some kind of damage added to my dash so it allows <laughs> you to build quite randomly but you can kind of you know you know that from these three things that you could pick after meeting zeus you want this one because this is yeah. the kind of way that you play it's a bit so dead cellsy yeah a little bit it's quite easy to tailor it to 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 what you want to do mm. and there's various weapons that you can pick as well um to, to be able to run through with um so it's not you're not always relying on like orange dead cells and which is what put me off dead cells like you're getting these free, you know, random weapons at the start. You can sounds like Hades. You're you're able to pick your loadout a bit more. A little bit, yes. So mm. you can pick the weapon you want to take. Uh, right. You can pick uh, an additional item that mm -hmm. you want to take, which will give you some kind of effect as you're going through. So like more health or mm -hmm. um, certain items will allow you to pick a god. You know, like that's the first god that you will encounter. Mm -hmm. You know that if you're really good having like a zeus build you you pick the item because you want to meet zeus first and then because right, he, okay. he's turned up first he'll turn up 
a lot more frequently than he would do, you know, otherwise. Yeah. So you can kind of tailor yourself a little bit, but there is still that essence of randomness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's a roguelike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and it's, it's constantly Good. sort of like pulling me back. And I find even though that it was hard to get to grips with at first... Um, you go, you move through sort of like the first 10 rooms or something like that. And in, in the first area and mm-hmm. areas only really give you a different aesthetic, um, and different enemy types, but you move through the first lot and you come to a boss, then you move through the next lot and you come to a boss. And I got to a point where I think I'd hit the first boss, maybe five or six times and not gone through them. And mm-hmm. then suddenly a certain build worked for me and I got through the boss and progressed and progressed and then ended up back at the start again but i think then maybe like the next five or six times i then beat that boss on that run you know went straight through five or six times past that boss straight mm. through to the next set of things yeah. and then an unlucky run where maybe i hadn't quite picked the rooms i wanted to go in very well i hadn't picked my build very well i was defeated and then had a run of five defeats to that boss where i didn't progress any further yeah um, but I've got to a point, I've only had it for maybe like three or four days. And I think I've done, it tells you, uh, you can you can get an item in your room which tells you how many runs you've done. And I think I'm around about 20, something like that. Okay. Um, and obviously the runs vary in length. Depending that, yeah, on how I was long about to ask. Yeah, yeah, how long, yeah. Yeah, super difficult to kind of gauge how long mm. I've actually played it for. Yeah. Um, but I think after about 20 runs, I'm on the third level mm. as such um and i've kind of like got that far but it's really interesting it gives you a little bit of lore mm-hmm. from the you know from the perspective of hades son so yeah how different gods have kind it, of like treated him cool. and things like yeah so yeah like, yeah it's a really nice game and because it's in early access it's constantly changing they're constantly yes. adding little bits so suddenly i played like 10 runs and suddenly something turns up and i'm like oh i haven't seen this before that's cool yeah, uh, yeah. and i know that in like whatever because on the splash screen on the front it tells you like update in so many days mm-hmm. so they're going to drop something in so many days and actually there's going to be something different to be able to go in and look at and play with and stuff so mm-hmm. um uh, you know i'm i'm very much i really like um super giants games and i was very much up for kind of like Hades was on my radar and I was ready mm. to kind of pay you know whatever it was like 15 pounds something like that for it but because of the epic sale and epics like we'll take 10 pounds mm. off I picked it out for like a fiver five pounds yeah. 60 something like that um, and I I kind of I'm not really sure how to feel about that yeah I feel I, bad or not mm. because I don't really know I think how that's, that's a topic for out. another day it, oh, because very much one. yes yeah we can definitely yeah. like deep dive into that yeah I still need to, I'm glad you're enjoying it because um, mm. yeah, it looks cool. Like I'm obviously just starting right from the start of Super Giant games um, because there yeah. are always games that I've like appreciated from afar, but I've never thought that it gel with me. But um, in terms of like all of their games, when I saw Hades, it's like yes, this is like the kind of gameplay that I like, mm. um, like that hack and slash, as you say, combat, but. It's the roguelike that's putting me off. Um, <laughs> uh, Zagreus is the name of the protagonist. Nice. And if anyone hasn't watched uh, Danny da- Danny O'Dwyer's No Clips um, Developing Hell series, because that's really interesting. Yes, yeah, it um, is. Adam, have you had any interest in this game, or are you a super giant fan? Uh, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the the same as you, Lucy. Mm. But I don't really buy into the, the roguelikes yeah. very much. I don't have much experience of playing them when I was younger or anything. And I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't have any real affinity with it. Yeah, it's it's not something I I like feeling progress. Um, mm. and obviously some ro- rogue lights or likes you do get that progress, but it's just sometimes very minuscule and incremental. Um, but ironically, I played a roguelike Ooh. last week, and I really liked it, and I finished it. More to the point. And that roguelike is called Octogeddon. You finished it. I finished it. Yeah, you hit that uninstall button. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not good sales. But this is um, it, it's a game from people who uh, developed like Plants vs Zombies. So it's got the same like cartoonish art style. You're yeah. basically playing as an octopus who just wants to wreak havoc on Earth. Nice. Um, so, but what's, yeah, what's really interesting is, you know, you're an octopus, obviously you've got eight limbs, but you only start out with two. And then, <laughs> so you're a weird-looking octopus. But bear with me. Um, it's basically like a, what I call it, a bullet hell? I guess you could call it like a bullet, ca- a bullet hell shmup arcade game where you're this octopus just, you know... Going through the sea, it's kind of like side-scrolling-ish. Mm. And you can basically... Um, you're basically killing enemies or like ships. You start off underneath the water and then you go on to land, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so you're killing like tanks and you know submarines and stuff like that. And it, you're basically equipping yourself with different, different kind of limbs. They're usually like... <laughs> Uh, attributed to like different animals so like you can have a limb that is a penguin and it shoots frost and it freezes enemies <laughs> or you can have a limb <laughs> you can have a limb that's a porcupine and it like shoots spikes out someone or... was definitely high <laughs> <laughs> I think there's about 25 different animals you have T-Rex uh, like cobra or not a little chicken. T-Rex arm yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're basically, uh, you know, earning currency. There's these treasure chests throughout the uh, each level. You're earning currency. You're upgrading. Um, you're either adding limbs or getting super, you know, super um, special specials. Basically, that like can just pause all enemies or explode all enemies and stuff like that. But they're very limited. You know, you can probably only use a couple, like three. Right, the, mm. before the um, mission ends, but yeah, you're basically equipping your weird octopus creature with all these different limbs, and you're—it's very tactical. It's very strategic. It's like, okay, these enemies are going to show up this. There's five worlds in total, each with I think six levels. So that's what thirty levels in total. Yeah. Um, you go from like New York destroying like Statue of Liberty, and then you go to the, like. <laughs> Sydney and destroy the Sydney Opera House and then Paris and stuff like that. And it's like all these different enemies, you know, appear in these different worlds. So it's like, oh, um, these invisible, you know, submarines are on World 4. I have to equip my octopus with this um, anglerfish, which can shine light on these submarines and make them appear or something like that. So it's 
there's a lot of strategy to it and it's a lot of oh where should i place these limbs should i place like these two like projectile limbs together or should i put them on opposite sides of me and just have like heavy damage crab claw next to <laughs> a porcupine like or, or like a penguin like stun them and then go clamp or whatever it's it's, it's a it's more strategic than you'd think it, nice, you that's know, cool. cartoonish art style mm. it is a roguelike so once you die you do go back to world one um you can buy an upgrade which uh, makes you skip through the first three levels but you're always starting in world one but but yeah it's like it's it's a lot of strategy. It's really fun gameplay, and if it wasn't, you know, I wouldn't return back to it and keep going. I, I yeah. think I got very close to beating the vi- I got, in fact, on the fourth run, I got to the last level. On the fifth run, I got close to beating the final boss. I just messed up right at the end, and then mm. on like the sixth run, I completed it. So you do feel the progression. It's not like one of those where it's like. Oh my god, like Dead Cells. I hate to bang on that game because it is very good. But like, oh, I'm not really getting anywhere. I'm not really leveling up. I'm not really getting XP or anything like that. It, 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 this is very... It, it. You can complete it within a few hours, you know? Yeah. Maybe I probably paid like maybe between 6 to 10 hours probably. Where did you um, play this? On Switch. It came okay. out on PC. Um, the developers were kind enough to give me a code on Switch because I saw it on PC like a few few months. This looks really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, Switch is the perfect place to play it, and it runs nice. well. It's, it's not graphically intensive or anything like that. It's got very cartoonish art style. Um, but yeah, it's it's a ton of fun, ton of strategy. Um, there's a bit of RNG to it where it's like um, you can't really pick what you your starting loadout and what. Um, weapons are gonna, um, you know, spawn uh, because it's basically after you finish each level, you can use your currency to do upgrades and add the different limbs and tentacles. But w w whatever you know, like um, loadout is there, that's randomized. So sometimes you might really bad start. But I found that even having a bad start in this game, it doesn't necessarily mean that. The run is over. That could definitely be the run where you make more progress, you know. So mm. it's not the be and all and then and end all. If you get a bad yeah. load out at the start, yeah. but that's good. That's nice balance yeah. to it. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I yeah. think it's only like six pounds, nice. like seven pounds or something like that. It's got a weird price, like six pound eighty eight or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, it's on Steam and Switch. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's a roguelike. It's so out of character for me. <laughs> but it's a good roguelike. Yeah, but but you can tell the calibre. I mean, they've made Plants vs. Zombies. They've obviously got yeah the pedigree. You what, know, what, what's the developer code? Is it? Um, no, no, they they split off. Um, it's called All Yes Good. All Yes Good. <laughs> Um, Were they high when they named that as well? Yeah, there probably. Any in there? Throughout the whole development, like, <laughs> probably on the thing. That's yeah. a terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so but it's just people it's... Who, who were a part of the development team at Popcat? Yes, yeah. They've yeah. made their own studio now. And it's... Yeah, I just and wonder. I think it's really flown under the radar. It's like several ago. I think someone on Game of Play. I was like, this looks like ridiculous fun. <laughs> and it was like, oh, a switch. Cool. Like, oh, this is a Lucy game. Yeah, Done. I love arcade games. Mm. 
Yeah. I, I played another arcade game. I don't know if I should talk about Up to you. <laughs> Save it till next week. Give yourself some room to breathe a little bit. Play all these games. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this one. That'll be my last one. I'll talk about Steam World Quest next week. Yeah. Unless anyone was dying to hear about it, I am dying to I am dying to hear about it. But I think <laughs> okay. I can I think I can wait. You can wait. You can wait for a much for a bit more of an in depth discussion because the Steam World yeah, games are fantastic. Because yeah. it's yeah. a card based RPG, and I'll need to write notes because I know nothing about those kind of games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, my last game that I'll talk is called They Came from the Sky. Which is a little arcade game on Steam. You can pick it up for £2. And you're basically... It's in the style of like, oh... It's riffing on... What's that film? Like, it came from outer space. Like that kind of old 50s slash 60s. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a pixel art uh, arcade game where you're playing as the alien spaceship. And you're abducting all these people. Nice. Um, I plugged in a controller because I was like, oh, okay. I, you know, I play most PC games with controller. And I was like, mm. oh, actually, wait. Look to the controls. All you need is a mouse. You left click and you right click. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, you have this UFO that's going from side to side. You don't even have, you don't even control the direction. Except if you use your, like, teleporting beam, it'll change direction. And you do that with the left click and <laughs> right click you use to warp just basically go faster from left to right and you just click into abduct all these people chickens cats birds and it's just counting up your score i, I think i've got up to i think i have 174 abductees abductees yeah in one run yeah and um yeah, it started to get a bit crazy. It's like you only, well, depending on which ship you have, you can collect coins and upgrade your ship. Um, I've only managed to get one extra ship, but that had, yeah, it was quicker, but it had less lives. You only have right. two lives on the starter ship. Um, things start to get crazy. People shooting at you. There's like missiles, like suicide bombers climbing on the side of the screen. <laughs> so, yeah, it gets a bit tough, but um, yeah, it's, it's like a fun clicker game. Like price yeah. or nothing. But it's like, like a, it's a hmm. clicker game, but it's much more like an arcade kind of like bullet yeah. hell clicker game. Yeah, it, it it's clicker in the fact that it's like okay, it's not really intensive controller wise and mechanical wise, but yeah, it's a fun arcade game. So like usually hmm. when I'm just watching something, I'll usually go on like freetetris.org or some crap like that, <laughs> and it's like no, I'll just play from the came from the sky dead yeah that's much more fun it's like ding dong xl and everyone have you played ding dong xl either of you yeah no. yeah <laughs> get on it Adam. you've been able to get it for like 80p for about yes. five years now yeah yeah it's good fun came to switch put it on switch as well <laughs> <laughs> for like it actually didn't have the switch tax. Here's me thinking it's going to cost like ten pounds. <laughs> I think it costs like yeah, eighty nine p or something. Mm. Like good parity. <laughs> At last, yes, <laughs> one game. <laughs> yeah, but yes, they came from the sky from Phobia Interactive. I think it's one nice. dude. Fun, fun game. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
if that's your last game, Lucy. Yes. Uh, I've got two that I kind of briefly want to touch on. Adam. Yes. Before we do, have you got anything you want to? You got any games you've been playing that you want to just touch on, talk about a little bit? Yeah. Not that I've been playing, but there is a game that I a wee call back from the couple of weeks ago when I was on before. Mm. Um, yeah, I talked about the you know like the romance of the Three Kingdoms. Yeah, you know stuff. Well, there's a game came out this week from Creative Assembly, which is Total War Three Kingdoms. Oh yes, mm. no, which I'm sure most people are probably familiar with the Total War game. You know, Rome or Shogun or whatever. Mm. And this is the first time doing uh, you know the Three Kingdoms era in China. So if you have mm. any interest in that and you like you know the grand strategy. Total War type games, then go pick that up because that would be excellent. I haven't managed to buy it myself yet because I'm poor. Yeah. But I will be buying it <laughs> very shortly once I'm not so poor anymore. It sounds like heard, an Adam game. Yeah, I have heard it's very different to the uh, to the to the previous Total War games as well. Brings yeah. in a lot of other elements. That, well, the, the, uh, the 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 main change that they've made this time, obviously the the Total War games, they're they're historical based. So, you know, they they pick in you know a time period, you know, like the Roman Empire or mm. Shogun, which is the like the Warring States period in Japan and stuff yeah. like that. And they try and make it kind of as broadly realistic to that as they can. Uh, but the the main difference with this one is is because of the influence of the, the romance of the Three Kingdoms novels, the actual like generals and stuff, the characters are much more important. Mm. And the way that the novel tells the stories of like the battles and stuff like that is more about, you know, like the, the two generals going up and tangling with one another and actually fighting, as opposed mm. to the armies themselves fighting as much, and that yeah. being a pivotal part of how they were how the fights go. That's probably not particularly historical <laughs> that's definitely a more creative yeah. flourish from the author of the book mm. so they brought that they reflected that in making this game so they've got the two versions they've got records version which is more like a, a typical total war game where the the characters the generals and stuff like that are just the same as they've been in the other ones they've got mm. their their group of you know uh, bodyguards and their cavalry units and they've got their normal amount of health points and stuff and you use them normally and then they've got the romance version which is where all of that's really hammed up and you can get them you know you can send you know your your generals with different they've got different specialities like you get strategists and warrior type ones and stuff like that and the warrior type ones are really good at just like they can take on whole units of armies themselves mm-hmm. and there's some that specialize in fighting other generals have one another and all that mm. it adds a completely whole other element to how you would approach the game as well as they've changed loads of other stuff as they always do with these things the, yeah. the changes to like the diplomacy systems and you know and all the factions have interesting different quirks that make them all different mm. so you play differently depending on who you pick to be you know stuff like all of that still you know different to each game as it always is but mm. that's the kind of main difference is the the characters themselves are much more yeah pivotal to everything than they used to be so i'm, I'm very looking forward to getting stuck into that because it's nice, nice. It's a, when you when you've played it you come back on 
Until yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Remind, you probably... remind ourselves of this conversation and we'll come back on and be like, yeah, it's not quite what I said. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, either that or it'll be... It's, it was fine, but once I got the mods yeah. in... <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's the one benefit of playing on PC. Like, if there's anything wrong with it, someone will make a mod for it. Mm. True. <laughs> once I had Goku it. running around the battle. <laughs> Is that what Creative Assembly are up to now, then? Are they What's doing that? anything else? Is that what Creative Assembly are doing now, then? Like, have they got any other projects? Or I know the, yeah. Warhammer Total Warhammer 2, or Total Warhammer 2, right. didn't come out that long ago. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. being updated quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. so they're just... Creative, creative Assembly have got... There's at least... There are a couple of teams, teams I think. Oh, okay. In creative Assembly, because there was... You've had... Uh, uh, they, they've got a few, because they've mm -hmm. had the this version, the, the, the Three Kingdoms. They've had the Warhammer team. Right. Yeah. Uh, not so long ago, they had uh, uh, Total War Saga, the Thrones of Britannia, which is... Oh, yes. It's just a new thing they started, where they're taking mm -hmm. a kind of... It's a it's a smaller slice of history and much more mm. focused kind of, you know, because the you know, Roman Empire spans you know the whole of Europe, Northern Africa, and into the Middle East. Mm. Whereas Thrones yeah, of Britannia, hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, whereas Thrones of Britannia was just about, you know, the the British Isles and the the fighting amongst the different kings and stuff in in that part. Um, Sounds some... like there's a lot to learn from these games. Historical. <laughs> That I could do with. <laughs> or you could play tabs and not worry about any of that. That's true, stuff. yeah, because it's totally accurate, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, the, so they've got multiple teams, so there'll, there'll be other projects in the works that they've maybe not announced. And then obviously yeah. they, they support the games quite well, and there'll be DLC packs mm -hmm. and all sorts that'll come That's along. Good. So is this, sorry, is this, um, what is it, Free Kingdoms one? Is it? Is it a standalone game or is it? Yeah, it's a oh, it's, okay, yeah, it's yeah. a full mainline game, the same right. as like Total, okay. Total War Rome Run, yeah. or uh, Okay, I didn't realise there were separate yeah. games, but that's because I know nothing about strategy <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, yeah, I get Total War and I get Warhammer and I get them all. I get the vermin one and everything. Or I'm sure Steam do a thing where you could buy all of them. Yeah, in a bundle. A lot. Mm. <laughs> Hundreds of pounds. Yeah, I would yeah. imagine so. That's one well, thing in the wish list to make for Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You, it's, those are the kind of games where you know you can, you can play them loads and loads of times through. There's lots of different factions to pick, mm. and every game, you know, like campaign that you do will be different. Yes. Because the you've got the AI element of the other factions, you know, so they don't do the exact same thing every time, and they don't do. You know what historically they would have done. <laughs> they, you know, they'll, they'll just do whatever they feel like doing based on the campaign map and yeah, you know, and that, the, that, the AI protocols that they've got. Mm -hmm. so it's always different. Yeah, and with Warhammer, they've done very well in the integration between um, Warhammer and Warhammer Two. In that Warhammer Two, uh, you know, introduced a few different new armies that were part of like the new world. So you know, you had like the old Empire. With, with the first sort of like, so it was the Empire and a few other armies, Vampire Counts and stuff versus Chaos and things. 
and then with the new world it's like lizardmen and elves and all of these other things and actually they've integrated the two between them so actually if you own them both you can fight the guy the the, the armies they've got in two versus the armies they have in one yeah. and there's an overarching campaign between the two games um that i think it, i think they're planning a trilogy so um there'll be a yeah. total total war warhammer 3 at some point which will just bring everything together and stuff so they're very good at building on what they've done previously and allowing you to you know if you are a, a fan and you have you know multiple games at least in the warhammer games then you can kind of you know play with what you've got and everything that you've got which is really nice it's not yeah. kind of like here's a sequel and nothing that you've done in the first game actually means anything uh, it, it's kind of like actually with this style of game we want you to be able to have these battles and do different things in different places and stuff so it's really really nice for them to be able to kind of uh, to provide that uh, so doing some good work developers yeah yeah nice well they've got good pedigree haven't they yeah, well, so i think the final i've got a couple of games mm -hmm. i'll just chat about as our final part um they're both very little games one of which which is the first one i'm going to talk about is roundabout oh the taxi game yeah the limo taxi game yeah. <laughs> which isn't yeah. really a limo taxi game because you're kind of you're not taxiing people from <laughs> you know you're not randomly taxiing people. it's not like crazy taxi yeah no. not randomly you are very much following a set path between two points to take a character across a place so it's it's much more of a sort of a puzzle game but you essentially control a limo which is constantly spinning. Yeah, it's not like a pivot. <laughs> yeah, so it's just constantly spinning, and occasionally you hit something and it will spin the other way, mm. but it's all like a puzzle game where there's things in the way, there's cars that move, and you've got to get from point A to point B along this set path and just navigate your way through it. Um, it moves like a very slinky, long. almost like top to toe, top to toe, top almost almost mm -hmm. and yeah I, I do find that that you're like you're i'm gonna for the people not looking at youtube and do some hand motions but you kind of like you move into a space and you move as the car spins you then move mm -hmm. out of the space and you move into a space and you move out and you kind of you know you're you're almost looping and doing sort of like semi-circles around different things to kind of get your way around uh, and there's loads of things to unlock which i'm not going to do i'm not going to do all the collectibles and stuff <laughs> yeah. kind of i played it through to sort of like completion but the real selling point about this game is all of the footage um, scenes of characters saying, hey, I'm here, I want to go and uh, you take me to this place, and how, like, hammy the actors have done it, yeah. and how, like, B-movie they've made it. It's brilliant, and the music they've used is really good. Just this, like, basically, yeah. bang, bang, bang. <laughs> it's just so good in the yeah. way that they've made it this kind of like b-movie-esque type thing with this almost slightly annoying gameplay that i've got to do between these you know these these scenes that i kind of want to see and how these people have really <laughs> hammed it up in what they're actually yeah. doing 
I that's went the real selling hard point. on that game. Yeah, I, I I think I got like most of the collectibles. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh, mate. <laughs> I think it would take me a little bit of time. Well, yeah, there's a lot of achievements attached yeah. to those things. So yeah. Yeah, I think it was free on. It was either Game Pass or like it was something something on Xbox. It might have been. Well, Game it, was, Pass. it was free on PlayStation Plus a couple of months ago. Oh, all right, okay, yeah. The other night, I was just scrolling through my library, and I mm. do not know what I want to play. Let's <laughs> I'll play try this. Random game. And I think yeah. I then played it maybe for over three, three maybe like one hour sessions or something mm. like that. I went, yeah, I'm done with this. That's fine. Good. I've experienced it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's good fun. Um, it is very much in like the vein of Crazy Taxi almost, but um, yeah, I need to play Crazy Taxi. I've had it downloaded on my hard drive for a while. I love Crazy Taxi. Yeah, it's so it's such a good game. Yeah, it's on my Xbox. Dreamcast should play that. I bought Altered Beast today, just for the crack of it. What? Because <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, why? Because <laughs> I I got my like Sega book, uh, Sega Master System book. Nice. I was just yeah, flicking yeah, yeah. through it and I was like, Altered Beast. And Giant Bomb did like a thing like last year with Altered Beast, and it's just so bad. I was like, you know what? I want to go back. <laughs> how bad it actually is. Yeah. So, did you eschew buying the uh, Castlevania collection? And oh, I bought that. For... I bought oh, that okay. on Switch. I just had to touch it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. can't wait to play some Castlevania too. Uh, not, not, oh. not Castlevania Two Simon's Quest. I meant Two T Double I'm never playing Simon's Quest. That game's stupid. It's awful. Don't do that. Don't do that. What is it? What's the other? Oh. Three that's really bad. No, three's really good. Three really good. good. Three's basically one, but three <laughs> <laughs> with more characters to play as. But I don't. But it wasn't on the NES Classic, so I'm looking forward uh, to because okay. uh, I played. What was it last year? I had that binge where I played yes. one, four, and Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this has Kid Dracula, and I don't think it has Rondo, which is a No, shame. because didn't the, the there was that, the, that the little PlayStation, PlayStation one, yeah. duo, which was Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood, wasn't it? Apparently, there? not too good, a bit shabby. Ooh. It is Konami, but um, yeah, apparently, <laughs> yeah. apparently that collection wasn't the best. Um, apparently, the best way to play Symphony of the Night is still on Xbox. Um, through backwards compatible, but yeah, I'll, I'll check out Kid Dracula and the other Game Boy one. His name escapes me, but yeah, looking forward to it. Nice, nice, mm. good. Uh, so, the last game. Oh no, sorry, Adam. Have you played Roundabout? No, I haven't. <laughs> have but you played you Castlevania? Ha <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Have you played Altered Beast? Nope. Good. <laughs> don't play yeah, don't it. Don't play what <laughs> Miss that one. <laughs> you could probably miss Roundabout as well. But if you play, if you do want to play a, um, you know, we 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 chatted about a lot of like smaller games this week. But I think uh, one of my favourite shorter games in recent memory um, that I played last week was Forgotten Anne. Yeah, it's like, it's, I need to get to this. The mm. art style is absolutely fantastic. It yeah. is very Ghibli-esque. 
and that's not just in the scenes you know it's not like Nino Kuni where you have these <laughs> very Ghibli-esque scenes and then you dump to this 3D kind of trying to ape a Ghibli-esque kind of aesthetic in a 3D world uh, Forgotten Land is a 2D uh, side-scroller and it really really uses that art style so well um, and it has a very prescient kind of story uh, it allows you to kind of have a little bit of choice through there as well in terms of what you want to do with the kind of like the main mechanic um, which is um, being able to uh, distill uh, energy from certain things to then be able to use to be able to progress through the levels uh, you can get that from uh, you know like containers that are lying around or you can distill from people that are, or people objects that are, are, are about and you know like personified objects almost um, because you are Anne and you are in the land of like forgotten things mm -hmm. so there's lots of items around so like shoes or fridges and you know loads of different items lights and things like that which people have like forgotten and they've ended up in this realm sort of thing mm -hmm. and as Anne, you're a human and you are kind of you are to everyone else you're kind of like the other really mm -hmm. uh, and everyone's a bit scared of you because you're this like enforcer kind of character and dependent on the way you play it through dialogue choices and kind of like the, the decisions you make you you can kind of stay that kind of like enforcer character or you can soften to these characters and there's a big decision at the end about kind of like how you want to finish and stuff really heartfelt really well animated um just a a, a very very good experience for maybe five or six hours something like oh is that, that how long it is mm, maybe perfect <laughs> no, I'm just do it say. do it i, I mean it's on, it on it, xbox yeah it's on everything at this point it is on everything it is on everything uh, i think it was on sale for like six pounds on psn yeah. last week if it i don't know if it still is now it, um, it was on sale on it, it, it's quite often on sale to be honest um yeah one i've always wanted to pick it up it's um i believe it's part of the square enix collective yes yes it is indie yeah. games um yeah, it's one I've wanted for quite some time. It, it was like previewed for like years and years and years. Um, finally came out. Um, if anyone's struggling to find it, it's forgotten spelt with an O some, for some reason instead of an E. Instead of the E, yes. Yeah, I don't know why. Is, is that even explained? Yeah, yeah so I don't know. I don't know either. They've used the O as a clock as well. Mm. Um, but in the game description, forgotten spelt with like an E, the Forgotten Lands. Who um, knows? Um, it, how long to beat says it's about seven hours that's okay. my kind of let's say I'll, I'll probably try and get xbox sooner rather than later since yeah. you've given a glowing review definitely do definitely it's really good yeah i really I didn't do expect it's like it. i bought I it and it's like i haven't played that. it mm. didn't yeah, expect it from beautiful. that game at all mm. yeah, um, there's a demo on switch and it's also on sale for the rest of the day on switch although this podcast goes up tomorrow so i'm lucky but um <laughs> <laughs> and on switch it's about 460 pounds yeah. so. yes uh but there's a demo on switch so um play it because i played that i was like yes this start style was great and it was on sale on switch and xbox at the same time so i'll play it on xbox and i never got around to it so i should have bought it on switch <laughs> same as everything lucy isn't it? it's like uh yeah. switch? No, I, I hate yeah, my shit. xbox i hate my ps4 i should just buy everything on ps pc and switch 
I never so, learned. It's the only two systems you need. Yeah. <laughs> really, well, yes. Well, apart from robot dinosaurs. Yes, I will rent a PS4 from Blockbuster. <laughs> I, they have an exclusive act. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's why I need like a lonely like um, PS4 that I play once true. a year. <laughs> just like your next door neighbour, you can just knock on their door like, "Can I play this game, please?" <laughs> next spots here isn't this one on PC? Exactly, exactly. Uh, Adam, have you have you heard of Forgotten Annie? Played it at all? No, I haven't actually. But check I'm it definitely going to check out the trailers and stuff for it. Since how you mm. said that it has such a nice art style. Mm-hmm. It so, does. At the very least, I'll enjoy the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you take some time to investigate. Yeah, that's all we ask, uh, Adam. Exactly, that's yeah. all anyone can ask, apart from yeah. the developers who want your money. <laughs> and Square Enix, who've got tons of money, but they still want your money. Yeah. That's fine. It's definitely one of those that... Uh, it's, an, it's an odd one, because it kind of... Uh, as you say, Lucy, it came from the Square Enix Collective... It's kind of the their equivalent of like Child of Light, you know, their mm, uh, their little yeah. shorter kind of experimental sort of game, um, where they're trying to help out, help out, trying to make money from indie developers um, to kind of bolster their library of games yeah. alongside all the bigger ones that they're sort of putting out and things. So, and they've all uh, been good so far. Like they've got a good track record with that scheme. Yeah. Definitely, be, the Quiet Man wasn't part of the Square Enix. No, <laughs> no, don't do not. No, <laughs> poor indie developers. No, they exactly. had nothing the to do with The Quiet Man was that. just a Square Enix game. Like, that was just a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I, uh, there's, there's so many things that I rewatch. You know, every few years. You know, like I don't know Jurassic Park and stuff like that. Mm. I need to watch um, Giant Bomb play. Uh, the Quiet Man on, um, I think it was their Extra Life stream, so they yeah. play through the whole of it. <laughs> I think I need to watch that again because <laughs> it's just gold. <laughs> it's just gold. So, Adam, rather than watching the trailer for Forgotten Anne, go and watch the live. Go and watch the replay of the live stream of Giant Bomb playing the Quiet Man. Because it is such a bad fucking game. It's awful, and it's really racist. <laughs> Not only is it a bad game, it's just insensitive in any, every and every kind of... <laughs> to deaf people, to Hispanic people, to just minorities in general. <sighs> How have we come round to this fucking game? <laughs> How does it pop up every now and again? Like, just because it's, it's, it's the game of the generation. Yeah, <laughs> it genuinely is. <laughs> it's like, oh, games like this can still be made mm, and shown mm. at E three by a big publisher. Oh, yes, game yes. of the generation. Um, I did see a game on uh, boosted. I think it was on. I might be on PlayStation's YouTube page. Called back in 1995. Oh yeah, I saw that. What is that? Which looks super Silent Hilly, mm. super Resident Evil kind of uh, fixed camera positions, tank controls, super walking through, and there's uh, mm. you know like beasts and and monsters and things that you have to kind of like fight and stuff like that. Very sort of atmospheric. That looks quite cool. 
it's very frustrating. <laughs> oh, yeah. absolutely, no doubt. That is like a head-butting the screen Quick's game. camera yeah. is a bit... <sighs> yeah, you, you just, just play a... You spend your entire time with the analogue sticks. Why do you... Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just chop you off my controller. <laughs> it's nine, £9.99. Oh! Oh, it's out! Yeah, yeah, it's on on Switch. I saw it on... It came out on Xbox as well. You say it's on oh. Facebook. It's not everything. Um... I didn't realise it was out. I thought I saw like a a preview for it, or at least a you know. No, it is out. Well, the screen doesn't quite work. Are you ready? They got him. Yeah, I didn't realise it had this like old art style. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, with the, the the CRT flicker. Yeah, it's very silent. For yeah, sure. Yeah, completely. And you'd hope that. Maybe they've refined. You know, it isn't just a straight up uh, copy of something like that. They've refined those oh mechanics, gosh, maybe yeah. for, I mean, for modern sensibilities. Them, really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tank controls are a bit hard to get. Right? But maybe they've worked out. Maybe they've cracked the code. Who knows? Until someone that, plays it and tells us. It was that dog at that computer who who actually met. <laughs> just smashing the keyboard randomly good right best ending to a game ever <laughs> best ending to a podcast ever let's finish there for this week um adam how was the ribena better this week or better the previous week um better this week actually <laughs> oh good we'll tell ribena what's the difference uh that well, right temperature <laughs> That's uh, a fresh jug that I made yesterday, oh. whereas oh. it had been a couple of days since the, the other one. You don't want to do that. Yeah. No, drink fresh, mate. Drink fresh. Yeah. I, just, I just got the, you know, better mixture this time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got the ratio right this time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's good. Perfect. Uh, Lucy, out of the mm. two beers that you had, which did you prefer? I preferred... <clears throat> I don't know if prefer is the right word. Maybe it okay. is. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I was more surprised by, at least, um, was definitely the Black Sheep uh, Pineapple Shake IPA. Wasn't Ooh. expecting a lot from it, especially just picking it up in a supermarket. Um, because there was, uh, I think there was Vocation there. And, yeah. What were they? Rooster, also Black Assassin. No, not Black Assassin. Oh, uh, yes, uh, Babyface uh, Assassin. Babyface Assassin. Yes, that's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there wasn't much for selections. I'll try this. Um, mm. but yeah, it does what it says on the tin. You get in the pineapple. You get in the like vanilla milkshake. That bit of lactose too. Um, thicken it up a bit. It's not too heavy. Refreshing. Not too sweet. Yeah, that's the winner today. Like the whiplash was very nice. It didn't taste like two point eight percent. It didn't taste that light at all. It had you know tons of flavour packed in as well. But just from you know being able to get through pineapple, very hard flavour to convey in beer. Yeah, the black sheep takes it today. Nice, cool. Um, I think for me it's uh, it's my second beer, which is the. I was going to say Loco Poly, but it's not anymore. Polly's Bruco. 
um, the uh, Sentinel, which is a Simcoe uh, IPA. Uh, just a really good, just a really good single hop beer. I say it's a single hop beer. That is the only hop that they say that is in it, so I'm assuming it is a single hop beer. Uh, but it's uh, just really easy. Simcoe is such a nice fucking hop to drink. It is. Um, the um, the wild horse, the serpent, and the worm was a nice light easy saison but it didn't give me very much that was you know it was just a very kind of middle of the road saison mm. really uh not giving me much it also the the artwork kind of alludes perhaps a little bit to um to a japanese aesthetic uh, at least on the artwork yeah. but I'm surprised it didn't say yuzu <laughs> well uh, but that's what i'm thinking like i didn't get anything yeah didn't get any of that in the beer like why have they picked this versus you know so yeah uh, a nice easy saison mm. very easy if you just want a very easy drinking slightly spiced beer um that's refreshing at the end of the day then this is worth picking up uh but if you want something a bit heavier hitting that's going to give you a big big kind of flavor with a lot of piney sort of resinous notes than the centennial was the one to to pick up definitely um and it's nice to kind of to see that that uh, that uh polly's bruco haven't dropped in quality you know it wasn't a kind of like you need to change your name and the guys there went oh, fuck all right okay uh we've got to deal with this let's kind of like uh our minds are on other things like they've still just like smashing out really tasty beers yeah. so that's nice to see as well yeah beers are really good hooray beers are really good adam 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 yeah adam beers are really good adam you should try it sometime oh if you see something <laughs> <laughs> hey you live in the land of brew dog you have no excuse you've got loads of good beers out there fierce yeah just just be glad that i managed to hold in my size <laughs> 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 well, you weren't doing all of your chat about how nation <sighs> so whilst we're glad Adam has a side Adam if people want to talk to you about the games they've been playing all the beers that they've been drinking how do they do so uh, they can find me on most things at adultorus1994 that's Discord, Playstation, Steam the usual I'm sure they can find me on Facebook using that somehow, although right. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you, what about looking at your nice plants on the ground, which I'm enjoying? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that, that's one of the ones where some fucking dick has taken my <laughs> handle. Mr. <laughs> yeah. One fucking picture from like 80 years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, on, on Instagram it's Adam Thomas two seven zero one nine four. It was that the year you were born, twenty seventy one or something. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, and also, you had an article go up this week about um, as you have done last week and previously last year, you had a few articles go up about the podcast that you've been listening to. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really not on the. 
No. Yeah. Oh, I've been too busy sighing under my yeah. breath. That's all. <laughs> Just distracted me. It takes a lot of energy. Yeah, on outlives.net, I get out of pods. I've got a few going up. Podcasts I've been listening to, I reviewed them. The the one this week, uh, it was the, the Cam podcast that I spoke about when I was last on uh, last yeah. week. So this week it was All Killer No Filler podcast, which is about serial killers. <laughs> Which is interesting. So if you can interested for which from your right up I am checking out tomorrow as soon mm. as I log on as soon as I come onto my computer tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that is the one I'm gonna be looking for. Yeah. Maybe you should check out Mallover. Review that one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well I've got a rugby one coming up. Mm, okay. So you know, keep an eye out for that, Lucy. I will do. So, Lucy. Yes, yes. If people want to talk to you about the rugby <laughs> podcast they're listening to, how do they do so? Uh, it's Juicy Loose Nine everywhere. Instagram, because I post there now. Ooh. Um, t- Twitter, Xbox, Steam, PS4, and Untapped. Everywhere. All of those places. Ooh. Good, good. Uh, I'm at Nova underscore 47 almost everywhere, and we are Tanked Up Cast almost everywhere, or Tanked Up underscore Cast over on Twitter. Get in touch. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us the games that you've been playing. Yes, Lucy, that is the time for our YouTube yeah. viewers. You can see how late into the night we drink. Not really that late. Yeah. Probably time for another beer, isn't it, Lucy? Oh, God, yeah. Definitely. Adam, more in time the for you to go and have another beer. So, everyone, go to outoflives.net. Look at all the articles that are posted up there. Listen to the other podcasts like the Glorious Movie Show uh, or read about why I thought Game of Thrones ended okay. Fuck off, everyone. So, or out of rupees. So, for another week, we've been. Oh, yeah. Out of rupees. You've got an episode going up at some point this week? Yes, because the lovely Adam be editing it so tomorrow adam saturday adam (laughs) monday adam tuesday adam uh i'll probably publish it monday maybe the weekend to actually Mm. bother my arse editing (laughs) because he's a good lad that's fair very good lad. good cool so that's it for another week you've been tagged up bye Bye. goodbye (laughs) (laughs) ciao oh yes (laughs) can't get in a ciao can't get the ciao yeah www.outoflives.net